and One Emotional Podcast, Conversations for Inspiration on the Go. We offer on-the-go inspiration because our whole heart is set on beauty and our best bets are set on art. Hi, Pascal. How are you? It's a pleasure to have you here in One Emotional Podcast. Namaste. Thank you so much for inviting me. I feel very great, actually. Merci. Mm, it's amazing to see you again. So Pascal has participated with us in Luan, also in Luan Life's uh, sessions. And now we're going to have her as our guest in Luan's Emotional Podcast. And she is an evolutionary artist who channels with her voice musical experiences devoted to oneness consciousness. She elevates the vibration into a special cosmic collective in which the understanding of life becomes art in every form. And something that we love of the guests that we have here in Luan is that combination between art and emotion. And I want to ask you, Pascal, how did yes. your artistic journey began? Was it something you always knew from childhood or was it something that developed throughout the years? Uh, yes, it is very, thank you for this question because it's going to lead us in the art of the emotion straight away. Uh, because, uh, no, I didn't know, I never even emitted the desire to be singer. Uh, it just happened. And this happened in the most tragic, actually, uh, trauma of my uh, teenager time, mm -hmm. uh, where um, my mother uh, uh, left with my first love. And because I was not yet 18, uh, I was uh, obligated by law to go to live with them. They would just uh, install themselves as a couple. And it was an extremely painful moment of my life. I remember I had a spasm, a physical spasm of so much it was painful. But eventually, because everything is so perfect as it is, uh, they put me in a room where was a piano. And uh, at this time, they was leaving the house at seven in the morning to go to play, to, to work. And then they was coming back uh, quietly like about seven in the evening. So I was alone all day long at home. And uh, one day I opened this piano. I didn't know to play, but I put my hand on it. And the piano is a so emotional instrument. You don't need to know to play uh, I started to I started to play simply and and, and of course uh, with all the low frequencies I was taking away the vortex of the music and uh, I remember this night uh, I really I really felt uh, more light uh, when I gone to sleep and eventually I started to play every day this piano and one day, uh, in, in, in the moment of emotion of the piano playing, my voice gone out by itself. But it was so much suffering that it was not what a human will consider an harmonious sound. Mm. Uh, it was really like a complaint <laughs> with so much pain inside. Uh, but I'm so thankful for that because uh, of course, from this day, uh, to, to, to open the voice made me feel much better even than the piano when I go to sleep. Really, really some pain 
and it, it was like to found uh, my own uh, refuge. Oui. And I'm very extremely thankful that life behaved this way, that I had to suffer uh, to open uh, this relation with music, with art, with consciousness also, the, to start to seek for love, for something more uh, deep. And also it made me realize uh, that uh, how much therapeutic is music. Mm -hmm. mm, totally. It's fascinating to, um, to see how, you know, emotions kind of like serve as the guides for, for creative, um, you know, art, because emotions are there to guide us. And, you know, it's kind of like turning them into art and then we can create, you know, masterpieces from the pain and the suffering, sadness or the anger that we have inside. So if we Absolutely. didn't have emotions as human beings, maybe we wouldn't be creative at all. Maybe we wouldn't be artists because, you know, amazing artwork has been created in the worst moments of our lives. And you can see that with many people, right? Great pain or great joy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, very inspiring. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yes. And also something quite interesting is that um, you had the opportunity to have an instrumental an instrument in front of you so you can start kind of like using that as an outlet for emotional expression. And that is a privilege yes. because there's some people that, for example, they started to paint, they started to write, or they started to dance. Yeah. For you, it was a connection with music. What gave you that? Well, I do all of them. I write, I paint, I dance. But yes, the music is the main expression uh, because I was also, uh, you know, we have very special meetings sometimes in life. People who come to tell you things about you that you don't know yet. Mm -hmm. uh, guide your path and eventually it's what happened to me uh, few years later I was in Israel living and um, I was singing in festival there and one day grandmother asked some common friend to bring me to them to, to, to her it, it takes few months but eventually it happened one day this friend bring me to his grandmother in Galilee and she opened the door and told me, oh, I'm so happy to see you again. And I said, oh, but I don't remember we ever met. And she said, please enter, I have many things to tell you. And I know this kind of meeting sounds like, uh, like a movie, but it eventually happened for real in my life. And this grandmother explained to me Uh, I have many things to tell you, to guide you. You have been chosen to be a vocal channel uh, to receive uh, information from a higher spirit mm -hmm. uh, who are going to be delivered to humanity at a very specific time. And I remember at this time, she told me, you're going you're gonna to sing a language which is not referred on planet Earth. And I was uh, 25, and I, I say, oh, this is will never happen. I am a singer. I, I am singing in front of people. I cannot go on a stage and sing a nonsense. <laughs> It seems to me so impossible, you know. But matter of fact, 20 years after, it's exactly what I am doing. And she explained to me why. Because she explained to me, it has to bypass the possibility of intellectualization. Mm -hmm. So 
she explained that I will receive uh, information that's going to be passing through a light language that is received intrinsically mm -hmm. by the human and who will awaken the Akashic memory mm -hmm. in humankind. Mm -hmm. This is beautiful. Yeah, because... Yes. Yeah, I am always... Yeah, please. No, no, no. There are many, um, many scripts no, that talk about um, how vibration, right, and sound are actually, you know, something that helps us, you know, connect better with our emotions and connect better with other people and connect better with, you know, our personality. Yes. And over here, you know, yes. in this this planet, we have of course words, but they so they these kind of like people they talk constantly about vibrations, about sounds. What can you tell us about that? Well, from my perception, because of course I have been very interested to research what is music really in this human experience, what it represents, from where it comes, what it means that we receive this gift, phenomenal gift. Uh, and of course, we, we all have in our community so much research about quantum physics and, 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 and energy. And I think we have understood that at the core, everything, is vibration. Mm -hmm. Everything has a sound. Everything is in motion. So, and of course, the human uh, is programmed to hear only a certain range of frequencies. Mm -hmm. So there is many, many more already. The animals, for example, hear much more spectra of sound than the humankind. So uh, everything being music, everything being energy, frequency, vibration, and spirit, and pure spirit. So we are made of it. We are made of this vibration. This is home for us. And of course, everything starts with this spirit of manifestation. Mm -hmm. I will send a certain frequency to bend the reality, to send in the etheric matrix uh, form of uh, manifestation. So, of course, music is the art of the frequency. How music gonna take all the spectra of the frequency, the low frequency, the middle, the high, and everything in between. And we use all this spectra to rearrange, to reorder the chaos into harmony. And because the human himself is a vibrational being made of sound, made of frequency, of course, uh, we are so much uh, sensitive uh, to, to, to sound. Uh, and we understood that through certain quality of sound, through certain intention, we can uh, manifest what we want. And if we was more evolved, we will also interfere on the matter. We will be able to, to make appear uh, matter, to think a glass and to make it appear. But we are not yet at this level. Even if we have a lot of témoignages, from Tibet, uh, that the certain monks are already there. Oui? Mm -hmm. So music is everything. We are an instrument. Uh, each human is an instrument. We, oui? you have the voice, mm -hmm. which is the, which is already the the, the 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 power of the manifestation. I will verbalize with my voice, and it will make with my lips a certain form. 
and this kind of sand, the sand in certain shape within the etheric. So the world, uh, the world is creator. So mm -hmm. we are already, everyone is already this channel. Everyone is already uh, this creator and has the capability to manifest through the world and the, the, the of course, the, uh, the vibration. Uh, because I would like to, to, to show something, to demonstrate something. Mm -hmm. The world is secondary. The frequency is the thing. Because I can tell you, I love you. Oh, this is horrible. Oui, I take a risk, everybody. We think, oh my God, what she's trying to tell us. Mm -hmm. But if I tell you, you know, I love you, mm -hmm. you will receive a different okay. sensation. Yeah? Yeah. So you understand that we are already this vibration, all of us. Uh, we are already musicians, all of us. There is also some theory that the universe is... Uh, is, is a string, a string instrument, oui. Yeah. So we are all this instrument of music who can play and reorchestre the chaos in harmony. We all have this capability. Of course, we all have this capability. And also pinpointing what you were saying about we are this instrument, we are we're this instrument that we are music and we create music and we create music also to keep energy in motion and what are emotions emotions are energy in motion right so yes. music help us kind of like to rearrange reorder kind of like accommodate our emotions internally because every Absolutely. time we might feel down or we might feel you know i don't know sad or something if you start yes. playing music or listening to music your emotion, yes. your internal, you know, emotional system instantly shifts. It's kind of like Absolutely. you're creating some emotions and then other emotions are changing and emotions are volatile. Yes. And something that fascinates me a lot about music is that sometimes I see music as life, right? Because you it does the same amount of notes, right? But you also need yes. the rests. If you don't rest... The silence, exactly. the silence between it's the notes, like my my service was saying, music is in the silence between the notes. Exactly. Uh, because if you would only have notes and notes and notes and notes, the melody would be terrible, you know, it wouldn't Absolutely. be like pleasurable. And it also has to do with, for example, what you're doing right now in Paris, right? You are right now resting. You're having that Absolutely. silence between your notes, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's very much that. And also, if we refer to music uh, as life itself, then we will realize that uh, the human, in terms of emotion, will be scared of the low vibrational emotion, like sadness, like fear, uh, many, many things. We, uh, so uh, now we note that if we remove from music the low frequency, Mm -hmm. Music will not be possible to be heard uh, harmoniously to, to a human. We, everything will be so high. And so we can see uh, it's the same in life. This low frequency, uh, maybe I envy something, maybe I am a bit jealous about something, or I'm sad, or I have suffered, uh, to certainly not reject this, to don't be scared of all the spectra of the low-frequency emotion, but to use them, uh, to transcend them, oui? to, to re-harmonize them, 
because that's really the matter with who we, we transmit everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you because we are more responsible of our current state of how we feel and the things that are happening in our lives, we're way more responsible. And sometimes it's easier to kind of like either blame someone or kind of like, you know, blame the system or blame wherever or whoever we want to blame. And we are way more responsible for the life that we are creating and for the, for the place that we're in. I know that, you know, it depends also on the privilege that you're born with. It depends on the opportunities that you had access to. It depends on the talents that you were born with. I completely agree with that. I'm not taking out the meritocracy, right? But I believe that um, sometimes we forget how powerful we are as human beings and we tend to kind of like give out our power to something else and when we start connecting with music music brings us inward brings us inward to connect with that power to connect with that responsibility to connect with that wisdom we already have in ourselves that lives inside of us and we only need to contact it to open that bridge be more connected yes. to it. we absolutely we can we can simply observe that uh, we created a society mm -hmm. uh, which is so oppressed, uh, so much as to conform. Oui. Alors, uh, yes, somehow uh, people are not used to, to be themselves. Oui. Mm -hmm. And it takes very much courage oui, to, to allow your unicity. Mm -hmm. oui. mm -hmm. um, but a little bit lost the feel of what you were saying at the beginning begin of this. Uh, you said something. That Please, we would you like to We thank you. So, voilà, so we can thank you to bring me back because, uh, for example, in Tulum, where I live in Mexico, uh, I am part of what we call the makers. Uh, the initiative of a young man, Mervius, uh, to Jose Anne, to uh, go to collect the plastic for free, uh, benevolently on the beach. Oui? Mm -hmm. And one day I was interviewed uh, during this moment. And then I came, and you know, we are a little bit all this tendency. Mm -hmm. They let the plastic on the beach. They are not educated. They, 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 oui? It's never me, it's always others, oui. And then I enter this day in my home and I had a moment of a great awareness. Everything jumped on my head. I had plastic everywhere in my bathroom, my tissues, my makeup, my shampoo, uh, everything. I opened my drawer. I, I have chemical products everywhere to, to, to clean my, ho my home with. And that was the time where everybody was saying about this president from the United States, yes. motherfucker, you are my enemy. You don't believe in the climate change. Uh, so I, I, I think we, what I try to say, you go really in your sense is that I could observe within myself my own paradox uh, that I will be able to say, Monsanto, uh, you are my enemy. So to create an enemy, to don't be anymore in the oneness, and, and I will create an an enemy outside, you put chemical in my food, uh, you are my enemy, 
But then the week after, I will take my own financial resource and go to produce them by buying their products. Yeah. So we understood together, I think, uh, that exactly like you say, it's not time anymore to blame others because at the core, there is no others. Uh, so uh, to take back our own responsibility, because if I still use chemical in my home, it means I will re-enfilter uh, mother earth where I am in chemical. I will damage myself. I will have an impact. How can I expect from others to do something that I am not able to do myself? yet mm -hmm. uh, so uh, we are very uh, close to understand exactly the importance of getting back self-responsibility which yeah. is so beautiful because it's mean to embrace the infinite creator we are the free will we have mm -hmm. oui? yes so yes more integrity no doubt about totally. more integrity totally. self-integrity Yes, I could not believe. I'm sorry, all the paradox I catch on myself during the pandemic. I, I had a very hard time because I, I thought I was a conscious person, and I realized not much according to the the real action. You know what I mean? And so, of course, I take a little bit slash on my face, but um, I'm very happy for that. Of course. Uh, because I start to consume uh, differently. Differently. Mm -hmm. There's this author that I like a lot. Her name is Susana Valan, and she talks about um, having coherence between what we think, we do, and we feel. Because there That's are many times where we think something, but we do something completely different, or we feel something different and That's different. And exactly. Kind of like if we had three bodies or three persons inside ourselves, kind of like many different me's no, around, and one is having one personality and is going through one way and the other one is going to, uh, towards another way, right? And it's good yes. to have that coherence into one being. And you that you work with exactly. philosophy, right? Well, but tell us about that. How can we bring more coherence into our lives by thinking, feeling, and doing exactly the same things? I think, first of all, by doing what we are doing, by having some humor about ourselves, first of all. Mm -hmm. to, to, uh, and also, first of all, to be animated to a desire to do good, mm -hmm. good for ourselves, good for the planet. So, of course, it bring, it's come with a great uh, compassion because if we, are, if we have understood, like we said, we have understood, but uh, until I don't do the transformation myself, it's an absolute nonsense and great arrogance yeah. to expect from everybody else to do it. So if we, if we are honest, uh, have a great honesty in our service, mm -hmm. then, and, and also great sense of humor again, then I, I'm catching myself and I realize all my paradox like we talked about. So now once I realize my paradox, I could stay here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think the first coherence is with our own consciousness. Mm -hmm. uh, my question to myself is always the same concerning my consciousness is, who I am when nobody sees me? Mm. Mm -hmm. who, who I am? Mm -hmm. uh, do I'm putting a bottle on the floor when I finish the drink? 
but maybe I will never do it when I am with friend because I want to appear so so perfect. You know what I mean. And so my my, my question, and I encourage every human who, who, who is experiencing the awakening to continue the grow by taking this responsibility and really to uh, ask this question. Who yeah. I am when nobody sees me, and then there is a great coherence. Uh, who start, of course, when your word, like you say, your action and your your intention are are the same. Um, me, I can just give a tip. Uh, I took a paper, uh, I took a book. I wrote all my paradox inside, and I I I, I asked myself. How will I do to change my way to consume? Because I, I don't see how it's possible to don't boycott. Mm-hmm. I arrive to this uh, realization. But if I want to be in coherence with my consciousness, if I know that to make my lipstick, uh, the company is again all my human values, uh, torture animals, uh, pollute villages, uh, exploit uh, Chinese people from 10 years old. Uh, If I know all that, and today we know that's what the awakening is, our eyes are open. So if I know that, what happens if I go to buy this product? I become a producer of this spirit in this planet. So my solution is to realize I cannot do something else than to boycott what is not in, 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 in alignment with my human values. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's it. And I think we have to understand that. And it has to start with me. Uh, and I think it's true for all of us. If everybody does this part and understand uh, that uh, I cannot consume, and I think that's why we don't do it. That's why humanity do not do it. We are so uh, we have so much habits. I'm using this shampoo with all this chemical, but they do my hair so amazing. I'm hitting this Coca-Cola, but we uh, just bought the biggest reserve of uh, drinkable water in, in uh, uh, South America. Uh, you know, we need to be coherent. There is no enemy. Mm-hmm. There is no enemy at all. It does not exist. We create enemies because we discharge from our responsibility. Mm-hmm. So to be coherent is to do exactly like we do right now. Is to, to first realize that for myself, to, to, to really, you know, if we, we really want to ascend, we understand that we have to do this work. This is concrete. This is real. And today in the ascension, in the awakening, we are a little bit, again, stuck at the door of having great knowledge, having understood many things, but not yet applying what will transform and release Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. from the damage we do. So we are, of course, invited mm-hmm. to grow a few dimensions in our uh, understanding that now we need to act. Yeah. Mother Earth, I can tell her, I love you so much, Mama, I love you so much, but Mama, I still put all my chemical in you. Yes. This is a nonsense. Yeah. So I think yeah. great honesty, Mm-hmm. Great honesty is absolutely essential. Uh, inner responsibility, understanding there is no enemy. Because if I have enemy, 
I am in paradox with myself because my foundation is the foundation of oneness. Everything is the source in a subatomic perception, mm -hmm. not in an ideology, not in religion, not an idea. It's a subatomic reality. It's only space. Mm -hmm. So uh, I am the first one. So I think it's important to, to, to check our own self with a great, 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 great honesty. Because if each one of us uh, do is part, and now we understand, we have great compassion because I still don't do it, my friend. I thought I was very conscious of that. No way. I still have few degree in consciousness, you know, to grow. And this is passed by the action. Mm -hmm. And also to have this talk with our friend, uh, to, to do what you do, to uh, allow us to have this kind of talk. Uh, to share first our intimacy and uh, hopefully will uh, inspire humanity to, to, to understand, uh, you know, what we are saying. Of course. And coherence, you can feel coherence in your body, right? You can feel when you're coherent in your life and you feel perfectly when you are not coherent. When you have, for example, well. expectation versus a different reality or you have something that you said that you were going to do and then eventually you didn't do it, right? Absolutely, it's satisfying and it's great self-confidence. Exactly. To, to, by this action, we are growing our self-love, self-respect and self-confidence. That's the reward. Exactly. And most of the time, we tend to focus on the outcome, on the result. And we forget about the system, about the process about what is going to take us there. And sometimes, for example, with uh, music creations, I think it happens also the same. No? Most people are focused on what is going to be the end result, what is going to be that piece of, of music, what is going to be that uh, book that you're reading, right? But the process, it's exactly where, the, where life is, those systems. Absolutely. And it's exactly the same thing in when you are also watching, you know, when you are, you have paradoxes or when you have contradictions between yourself, usually you are in the process. So in the processes where the magic that you're creating Absolutely. or that you want to have. I, I wonder why all human beings are always constantly focusing on the end goal, on the end result. And we never flame on the process and the process is so rich. I think usually because uh, we really created, we are right now in a society of consummation. We are in a society that choose to, to say to the little children at school, to teach all the world, the date of the war, who are the heroes of the war, uh, beyond a million of possibility of subject of initiation. Mm -hmm. We are in a system of competition. I will need to have the best not to, to be good. I will, and you will have to be less good. No, you will not need to be less good than I. Yeah. With the system of notation, the system of competition, than for being good, you have to not be. We, uh, I think, and, and also this society will run after this uh, totally factice happiness uh, to become always. We are in a society where we, this, we have to become, otherwise we are left over. We sleep on the street, we are not accepted by the society. 
So we are in this society that run always after something. When I will have this phone, I will be happy. When I will meet this man, I will be free. When I will have this computer, I will be able to feel so happy or so fulfilled. And, and I think, the, and also it's go very far. Because when I will heal, I will heal. Always everybody wants to heal from something. Uh, so all these things are all in the becoming. I have to heal myself, so that's mean I am sick. Please, please, I go to healing session. So each time I do that, I acknowledge my sickness. Mm-hmm. And by acknowledging my sickness, I create it. So because we are in this society, that wants you to be forward on what you will become, we pass next to the present moment. We pass next to love, actually, because the power of love is that love will enter in your life right now and love you exactly as you are, right? You will not have to be a bit more tall, a bit more blonde, a bit more uh, good in your head. Uh, you, you will be exactly, and that's the power of love. And because we created a society which is out of love, mm-hmm. out of self-love, out of love for Mother Earth, out of love for others. Uh, so we pass next to the present moment to simply accept love who I am right now, mm-hmm. here and now, and we'll be the best healing of the world because it is not in the becoming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. And you mentioned something quite interesting, the process and the systems that we have right now in this culture, no? it's everything about not self-love. Everything is about there's something wrong with you, right? Marketing, you know, all of the ads that we're fired with, all of the messages, it's like, you're not good enough. You're missing this. If you would have this product, you would have this clothing, you would have this. Exactly, because we, we are we are bombarded by publicity everywhere. It's the biggest pollution of the world. We have no choice. Mm-hmm. We have no choice. Every day, we tell you, you need this product, you need this car, you need this, you need to have this picture with your ass off, you need to post like this to be... uh, So we are addicted what to do, what to be. And and of course, we are losing uh, the the nature of the diversity. But it's also because we have a great aversion yeah. in our society for differences. Mm-hmm. We cannot stand differences. Mm-hmm. You don't have the same religion than me, we're going to kill you. You don't have the same knowledge about life, mm, I'm not going to be your friend. You don't like the same music, you don't like the, the same dress code than me, we will not mix. We And also, the, the many friends who, who meet a new lover come to me and tell me, oh my God, Pascal, uh, it's so beautiful. We are the same. We love the same things. And I thought, do you want to, are you falling in love with your own self there? You know, we cannot stand a different color of skin, a different, it's go very far in this society. It's go so far. And we are so formatted because we all learn something, we all learn knowledge, we all learn that, oh, it will be nice to meditate, it will be nice to think. But then I'm going to put on you this sticker, I format you. I format you. I format you to a certain uh, machine of the society who want to conform us 
but then I don't see you anymore because you will be sad, you will be suffering, and I will come text to you and I will tell you, you know, it's maybe your ego, you know, or you should meditate more, you know, but who's going to tell you, hi, my love, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. And better, who's going to listen at the answer? Mm -hmm. Without trying to put you in a formatage of a certain knowledge that we have learned. Uh, but we need to be very careful about what the knowledge is in this planet. Because, uh, for example, our religious, they confuse the knowledge and the principle. Yes. And because we don't have the same knowledge, we are doing a war of knowledge. I kill you because you don't have the same story. You don't call God the same. So for knowledge, we are doing wars of knowledge. Yes. You can see that. You can see that in the daily life. Mm -hmm. You and my friend at a dinner, if everybody is agree, it's perfect. Everything flow, everything smooth. But if suddenly there is a disagreement on a point, then we start to feel tension, friction. We cannot understand diversity. And, and, and so we have a great, great work to do because the knowledge is fascinating and it's a phenomenal vehicle. But it's only a vehicle yeah. because until I don't uh, realize through myself the compassion, the kindness, the, the non-judgment, then uh, I'm not yet there. And with all the knowledge I have, <laughs> you understand what I mean? Yes. So also our spiritual world today, our spiritual community has to be careful about that too. Because mm -hmm. in the name of all the knowledge we accumulated, we don't see anymore the unicity of each human who is a pure, unique creation. And that's the genius of his experience. Totally, totally. And that that genius experience, when we are allowed to see beyond no, the, the diversity, the background, because the more diverse right, people are, the richer, the fertile ground the, it becomes. So it's something that it's still kind of like puzzles me why human beings, we tend to separate, separate constantly, like you belong there. Terrible. And I would like to um, dig a little bit more into this topic of self-love before we yes. get, right? Yes. I think it's one of the most um, challenging things that we could experience in the culture that we're living in, but it's one of the things that we need the most to treat ourselves with self-love and, of course, to treat ourselves with self-compassion. What has been your journey towards self-love? Well, I remember uh, when I was around uh, 35 years old, I did a tour with a very famous uh, pianist, uh, Katia Labeck. And because she's so famous, we've gone in many places in Europe and she knows a lot of amazing people. We were playing in Capri. And uh, a very beautiful, huge woman, massive woman, uh, Dora Yanuzzi, who is the, the owner of the three biggest bank in Italy. So a woman who realizes herself without men by herself, who seems very strong, but when you enter her house, this is pure grace. She's painting. She's... And I remember uh, this woman loved me, and uh, she invited me after the concert, and she explained to me, you will not be able to liberate yourself if you don't learn to say no. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, really? I was a bit younger. I hear what she said. She said there is no such thing as liberation until we are not able to say no. Mm. And of course, at this time, I heard and I thought, oh, okay. But eight years later, I realized that I didn't understand at all what she said. The day where I had to stand to say a very great no mm. to the musician I loved the most at this time, with who I was playing phenomenal music and who was working in my studio in Ibiza. And one day I saw myself standing and I heard my voice like a knife in the air. And, and then because we was drinking a lot and becoming very hustle, and I say, stop. And I put them out of my studio. And they left, I closed the door, I sit down, and I was checking. And I thought about Doha. And I thought, wow, this is this no you was talking about. This is not the no, oh no, thank you, I don't want salt. No, thank you, I don't want pay. This is the no that costs you something, that you know what you're going to lose. But actually, what I didn't know, it's this day I surprised myself having an extra confidence because what she didn't tell me Mm -hmm. is that to say no is to say yes, Mm -hmm. is to say yes to myself. No to violence because yes to peace. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember so much thinking, wow, Dora, this is it. This is this. And because why I gained confidence? Because I witnessed that I could stand to protect myself. I could stand from very strong men totally uh, under alcohol and 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 make myself heard. Mm-hmm. So the reward that I witnessed is that a new confidence yeah. born. So I, I think uh, it makes me also realize that I, I, we could uh, resume everything with a yes and no. Yes to this man, no to this one, yes to this work, no, yes to this friend, no to this food, to this emotion, to this experience, yes to this, no to that. Uh, it's all about that. It's yeah. all about yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And so if we really much uh, get equilibrated with the courage to say no, with the courage to say yes, then we will naturally uh, witness the reward of more confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I can share with you because it's a real experience I had. Of course. Uh, and and uh, voila, and I think that after it's, of course, after it grows, when you realize you can do that, then it becomes a great uh, habitude, you know? You don't uh, fool yourself anymore. <laughs> no. Because, uh, and also, many, many, many women have difficulty to say this no uh, to, to men, to, to other people. Because anything, you know, because sometimes the culture kind of like we expect for women to be more, you know, tender, more nice, no? So exactly. says, no, it's kind of like, oh, 
That's weird. Exactly. So women have this fear, if I say no to this man, he will leave me. If I tell you, you know, I don't like these things you are doing, she will think he will leave me. Or, or they think, oh, I will embarrass this person. or I will hurt this person. So uh, you see here that we have something great for self-confidence, to get back in equilibrium with the freedom, the courage, to stand for yourself because through this no, yes, because we said, oh, you are my mirror. But what it really mean? <laughs> I mean, what it mean you are my mirror? Yes and no, because we need to, we need to be precise, to be more precise. What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. At the dimension of the source, at the dimension of the oneness, there is no you and me anymore. But in this human experience, you came to be you. You came to be exactly your very, very beautiful you. You didn't come to be me. So when you say you are my mirror, yes and no. You, what is going on is that we will reflect things to each other like a mirror do. But are we, if I know myself, I will be able to tell you, no, this does not belong to me. You know, I don't have this anger that you have right now that you shout on me. Don't tell me it's my mirror because I'm a very peaceful woman. So this is no. And, and yes, you're right. I'm a bit shy. You're right. I did this. It was a mistake. We, and by this yes or no, I will appear. I will see myself. I will shape who I am. Yes. You understand what I mean? Totally. So this is uh, the, the, the yes and no in life. Oh, it's a very great thing for self-confidence and self-love. I highly recommend it to be very comfortable because, again, don't forget that the no is always a yes. I say no to this because I say yes to that. Mm -hmm. Of course. And we Mm -hmm. need to choose and have that assertiveness, no? To say no when we really mean no and yes when we really mean yes, which sounds quite easy. Exactly, absolutely. And also I wanted to, to, to come back on something that you you said, uh, we are in this society where I'm never enough, I'm never this, I'm never, you know. Also because I think we erroneate a very great foundation as a civilization because we are quite arrogant, yes. humanity. And because we are arrogant, we are teaching to our little human that nothing is perfect. But you are not perfect and that perfection does not exist. And from my perception, this is a phenomenal arrogance from humanity to judge a creation which is so uh, magnificent, which is beyond our understanding, remain a phenomenal mystery that will always remain. So who I am to say that this creation that I don't comprehend so phenomenalities is pure imperfection. Ah, who I am? Because actually, today with a little bit more consciousness we have, it's so easy to understand that for this human experience to arrive, to be able to be experienced, all this system we create coming from an imagination of a human mind. There is no one object who has not been thinking by a human, we imagining. Yeah. And we are shaping already emptiness. We? Mm-hmm. So 
it's very easy to understand that to experience the human experience with all the magnificent things we have, it has to be an absolute perfect equilibrium beyond our understanding. It's a pure perfection. And it's a very different way to live, to think that nothing is perfect and that I am in perfection. And it's a different way to live, to think I am a perfection and life is a pure perfection. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because then we are in the acceptation. Then instead to blame my mother, you did that to me because I think that nothing is perfect. But if I understand everything perfect, I say to my mother, thank you so much to have, to have took this role because I am the musician I am today. Thank you so much. And this is uh, the, the, the privilege of seeing life under this aspect. Of course, and that is a perfect, a perfect example of self, self-love as well, right? We oui, absolutely because, like again, we we so much lost in this desire to heal, to you know, and, and also I would like to to bring an awareness about the ego, which is coming in all 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 the human discussion everything is about your ego you cry it's your ego you 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 come and you tell me oh, i did an amazing success yesterday and that's your ego you know you feel not good it's your ego but you know i will tell you something i did the test i did the test i wanted to go very far to understand what's going on here because around 30 years ago uh, came in the global field the notion of ego which was uh, before that uh, only known by the erudite tree, the psychologue, the psychiatre. Uh, and then uh, it was amazing because we started to work with it. And it was so beautiful because we did a lot of work with it. But then we make so much work, it became everything. Everything is the ego, it's your ego. It, we, uh, and now I asked my 10th friend in Tulum, I made this test and I say, excuse me, my friend, would you like to give me a definition of ego? On 10 people, four people did not know at all what to answer and six other people gave different answers. So I had my proof and I think you can do the test yourself that we are all talking about something that we refer to everything uh, without really knowing what it is. The thing is that, and also we've gone so far, but we create a kind of culpability. I'm sorry, I have an ego, it's maybe my ego. And I am not in agreement with that. I'm not in agreement to anything that makes things to the human, which is out of its perfection. Oh. And since 30 years, we had been uh, we had new revelation, mm-hmm. and one of them is that what I focus on, what I verbalize, uh, become my reality. So what? Uh, so we make the ego so huge by talking always about the ego, the ego to bring everything to that. And so I say, really, my friend, get right of this notion. We did our work. We are aware there is an ego. We could not be human without, yeah. you know. So I suggest let's let's focus more on the consciousness. Let's talk more about consciousness, evaluation. Let's stop to talk about something that six people don't give the same definition and four don't know what it is. I really suggest. Exactly. Voilà. We're all chasing something that we don't even know the definition of what it is. Yes, because <laughs> once again, where is the love? 
where is the love? If my friend cried, if I come because I have great knowledge and I say, my friend, I'm so sorry, you still have ego. Is that love? Do I help my friend? Mm -hmm. or, or do I help my friend to say, my friend, uh, what is happening? Share with me your feeling, your own feeling, and come in my arm. This is love. That is love. But once yeah. again, you understand perfectly what I mean, right? So sure. I think it's really, mm -hmm. I think it's really important that humanity asks itself what I am saying when I am talking about these things that humans make a generality of it. Mm -hmm. We have to ask ourselves what I do really think about, mm -hmm. and and then you get new answer. Yes. Then you realize that I'm not in agreement with that at all. Of course. This is a great <laughs> insight, Pascal. This is wonderful. Thank you really? so much for sharing all of this knowledge with us. We, really, because we understand that when our friend cry or when I cry, it's not because I have such an ego. It's because I am fragile. Yeah. We, mm -hmm. I am a human. I'm I live in a society which is so oppressive. Mm -hmm. We. But to realize myself, to be me, I will have to cross so many judgments, so many uh, uh, obligations to think this way, to be this way, to take one month's vacation per year, to, because it seems it's normality. It's not normality. And we may ask ourselves also, we may ask, uh, is that normal to have a war every day since the 21st century? Why it became normality? Why do we accept that our brother and sister are bombed next to us in the worst tragedy? Why it became normality? When actually, if we think about war, is really a legal, legal crime against humanity and a legal violation of the human right. And this is inacceptable, inacceptable. Uh, we need really to rethink uh, this money, this money which is virtual. We can do as much money as we want. Nobody in the sky will come and say, oh, humanity, you done too much money. So you understand why we choose to make money, so much money, and to don't give it to everybody. Why? Why? Why this is, seems so normal? Why yeah. this is so normal, but on this little money human earn, he will have to pay a tax on what he earned, tax on what he buy, tax on his heritage. This is enslavement. This is modern enslavement. And we have to realize that no, this is not normality. Something, a machine now is controlling us and know us perfectly, our emotion, our psyche. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and of course, uh, you know, don't misunderstand me. Uh, this is still us. We, if I still have conflict within me, my own war, how can I imagine that the global scale of yeah. that there is you no know, war? See? So right. we have a, we have an amazing call. We too. Yes. To, Thank yeah. you. So I would like before we close because we're running out of time. Ask you. A oh, just, you know, to, um, the idea is for you to keep it as short as possible. One word answer would be amazing. Whatever comes first, that's the best thing. Yes. So what is art for you? Life. Your favorite author? Oof. Uh, you mean writer? Yes. 
Ah oui, euh, Baudelaire. Mm. Il est phénoménal, poète. <laughs> Puis on vérifie. An advice that changed your life. Live in the present. Mm. Be present. We go nowhere. Mm -hmm. Only to the present. The best quality in humans. Kindness. Kindness. A book that you recommend. Oh, all the, all the, all the books concerning yoga from Sri Aurobindo. If you want to understand what really yoga is, mm. leave all the books about the yoga from Sri Aurobindo. Mm, Because it's the, it's the art of life. Mm -hmm. What feeds your soul? Love. The Love. most pressing issue for humanity. Greed. Greed and ignorance. Yeah. Ignorance. If humans can agree on this, you will be very happy. Uh, gratitude is joy. Yes. And I think if we have understood something, we can be only grateful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, what would you like to scream to the whole world? Love yourself. Love yourself, please. Stop to focus so much on others. Love yourself. Mm. No, you are so beautiful. I love it. So beautiful. What is it that you have lived and that no one could miss experiencing? I travel since I born. My parents was changing continent every two, three years, and I never stopped to do it. And I'm 52, and I'm still uh, changing country every three, four years, and I think it's the specificity. Mm, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Amazing, Pascal. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Thank for you so much for inviting me again. It was wonderful Thank to you. see you, to connect with you, my love. and see you very soon in Burning Man. Thank you, my love. Lot of, lot of love. Thank you. Lot of love. Yes, to everyone. Want to keep the conversation going? Luan, the world's first emotional museum, designed a global online experience to inspire and explore. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Telegram, and visit our site at luanmuseum.com to engage creatively.